you are now tuned into the Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Syndicated worldwide to bring real, real black radio back <laughs> to the masses. All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another brand new session of the syndicated worldwide Fusebox radio broadcast, bringing you a slice of what we call 21st century black radio to the masses yep, each yep. and every week. And our definition of that is bringing in that mixture of music representing the international black diaspora, which includes hip hop, soul, funk, jazz, reggae, house, and more, as well as dropping a bit of news and commentary on heads. And at times, we'd go ahead and delve into the interview sphere as well. On the mix and commentary end, you got myself, DJ Fusion. On the side, you got my bro. I'll have him go ahead and do his intro. Yes, indeedy. The rock from the source, of course. I saw Raw Black Hawk coming around, rocking and keeping it on. Yes, indeed, Fusion. What's the deal? Doing good. Doing good. Um, as I said during last week's show, just due to a whole bunch of stuff happening on both of our ends, it's been a little while since we've both been able to go ahead and get into the studio and do some things yep, together. Yep, yep, yep. So it's nice to be able to do that during this particular week show or whatnot. It's on some level unfortunate because when we get into the news and commentary, a whole bunch of crappy stuff has happened mm-hmm. <laughs> during the past week or so. And, you know, we're during the post-Thanksgiving um, break time and everything. So we'll go ahead and get into that in a second. But as always, we're glad to have folks supporting us. Uh, whether it's from the very beginning we had our originating, um, eh, excuse me, I would just say our foundation jump off in 1998 over in New Jersey at Rutgers U Radio to the present where we got this internet radio stees, podcastees, and all that good stuff on top of a few FM folks and what have you. We deeply appreciate you. Um, and, you know, even during some of these shows, we had to put it on some of the old school archives and stuff. We still have, you know, our nice ratings and, you know, more folks hopping on board to the Fusebox vibe. We definitely appreciate all of y'all for being a part of what we're trying to do with independent media as a whole. You know, we have our fun. We groove. We joke. We do, you know, other cool things. But when stuff gets serious, um, you know, we got to be able to put stuff out there. And as I'm going to get into, I know on my end, on the commentary in a bit. Independent media is more and more vital each and every freaking day no on a whole bunch of stuff. So, yeah, man, we're about to get to our three-hour block of goodness. And for those who are listening to the show for the first time, first and foremost, welcome. Yep, yep. And I'm just going to break down how we do each show on a traditional end. At the beginning, we go ahead, we do our Fusebox radio broadcast, promo spiel of upcoming events, how you can check us out on the web, so forth and so on. And then thereafter, we're both myself and Asar Raw go ahead and get into the music mixes with only some um, brief interruption by the folks of um, Black Agenda Report and, you know, other news things we have here and there. And also in the beginning of our promo spiel and stuff, we go ahead and get into our commentary for the week in terms of news items that popped up in our head. So I know we're going to be doing a little bit of talking this week because um, it's been a while and as previously stated, a lot a lot has happened. A lot has happened that we need to touch base on. So no doubt. let's go on ahead and do that. You can always check out what's going on to Fusebox Radio Broadcast Family via our official website, FuseboxRadioOnline.com, F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O-O-N-L-I-N-E.com. 
our official blog site is blackradiosback.com where besides blog posts and all that other good stuff you can also check out all of our wonderful broadcast partners who spread the Fusebox Radio vibe to the masses all over the world. We have a link there called Fusebox Radio Affiliates. Click on there. And besides our program, we support all the other great programming those folks have on board as well. If you're on the social media end, we're on pretty much every major social media site under Fusebox Radio. So, for example... Twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio, YouTube.com slash Fusebox Radio, Instagram.com slash Fusebox Radio, so forth and so on. Now, on Facebook, our Facebook page is Facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio Show, one straight word. Uh, My personal page is Facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio. You can join both, but we're trying to get more and more people on the like page. And, you know, we're getting some decent growth on that end. And on that page, you know, I'll post up news items and other stuff of interest on top of, you know, just what we're doing with the radio show and um, all of that good stuff. So let's see here. What else? Oh, if you want to check out the Fusebox Radio broadcast via your favorite podcast or music streaming service of choice, we are on um, all the majors. We're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on TuneIn Radio, Podbay FM, Player FM, and more. And if you're like, I can't remember any of this stuff, um, just search for Fusebox Radio broadcast on your favorite search engine of choice. All of our stuff will pop up. All of our awesome logo will pop up. Shout out to the folks at WaxChemistry.com for designing that for us a few years ago. And yep, you can go from there. And if you really like our show, I'm trying to get more people to give us reviews and think that get us more um, eyes and attention when you go on to iTunes and Stitcher and those other sites. If you dig what we're doing, hit up that four or five star rating. Say why you dig it and all of that. We really appreciate it if you take out a little bit of time to go on ahead and do that. Let's see here. Um, in terms of past and current events that um, we're going to be representing that, shout out to the folks again over at the Marine Corps Marathon. No doubt. Um, we represented over there for the second year in a row around mile 25 of the course. We deeply appreciate all the folks who came out and, you know, shouted out folks and gave what's up and everything. And, of right. course, shout out to all the athletes who participated in that event. Right. Fourth largest marathon in the United States, eighth largest in the entire world. Yeah. And for somebody like me who, when I did one half marathon about two years ago, I felt like my legs were about to fall off and quit on me. If you can do 26 miles, you're on point. I don't care if you did it, like, slow or if you were, like, on those, like, athlete vibes when they're doing it like that two hours plus because you know i don't even want to sound stereotypical but it's going to sound stereotypical a lot of them african brothers and sisters be doing that joint like two hours to like two and a half hours you know that's some g stuff right there and in the place that uh both myself and the saw raw have been at for the past few years where you see people around the end when you see them folks running they're like running like how somebody would like just glide through the mall or something that's some training right there that's some training mentally and physically and, you know, of course, you got to have, like, be in somewhat decent shape to do any kind of race. I don't care what the length is. But when you do with something like that, where for me, my daily commute into where I work in the D.C. metro area is about a smooth 30 miles. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, if you did that just for whatever reason, you're on point. So, you know, shout yeah. out um, to those folks on that end. Of course, shout out to our folks over at um, DC Rabbit One versus Many. Did a showcase with them not too long ago. And for the upcoming event end, um, especially here in the DC metro area, I know my coming up 
on a professional career vibe with more New Jersey, New York. So in a way, one get kind of spoiled to like entertainment or industry events and stuff being right around the corner. It's not that much so in D.C. So for people who want to take their arts or entertainment careers seriously or technology careers seriously, there's an event happening on Saturday, December 6, 2014 at the Rise Demonstration Center at Gateway Center in Southeast D.C. from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. called the Made in the DMV Conference. You can register for this event, which is a free event, so you should register at madeinthedmv.com. There's going to be a lot of great panels, workshops, performances, and more going on throughout the day. And besides myself having the honor of being on the DJ panel for said event that day to represent the Fusebox Radio broadcast vibe and all that, there's going to be a lot of great DJs there. There's going to be a lot of great folks who do things on the entertainment end with TV. I know we got folks from there from Revolt TV, allhiphop.com, the best of both offices, various folks who have produced for a whole lot of hip-hop artists, a lot of folks who have been in the nonprofit sector, and fashion designers, photographers, plenty more. So for people who are like this area that necessarily have a lot of people around, part of that saying would be because you don't necessarily know who's here. You know, and to have an event like this that's for free, because a lot of these music energy events cost a lot of money, if, especially if you're not like connected to the organization. If you are any kind of artist or want to have a business and on the creative end, this is something that you should not miss. So go to madeinthedmv.com to go ahead and register. And shout out to our fam over at Will Rap for Food, Inc. And I got it for free for holding and sponsoring this event within the D.C. community. And for my people who are like, well, I don't know how to get around that way. All that information is on their website. And it is metro accessible. So whether you're hopping on that metro bus or, you know, using that smart trip on the train and, you know, you can walk yourself a good block or two, you can get right to this location. So it's one of those things I personally almost feel like you have no excuse to not go. Unless there's like no snowstorm or no big weather event or something personal happened to you. So um, I hope to see some folks there. It should be a real um, good time, real fun time, real good, interesting time in the mix and all of that for folks. So on the um, event, and that is about it. And yeah, let's go on ahead and um, get into some commentary, which unfortunately is going to be kind of on the downside for a minute before we get into some um, other things. Um. The verdict in Ferguson, Missouri was dropped, and I think, unfortunately, it was what most people of color expected it to be, which was there was no indictment Mm -hmm. of Officer Darren Wilson for the killing of Michael Brown. Um, It's obviously a huge, huge disappointment. It's obviously a slap in the face to a lot of folks. It took over a hundred days to have publicly announced a decision. I think they knew how it was going to be from the jump. And this death is just one of many deaths that happened because of institutionalized racism in this country and a flawed justice system. If you did not have a system where you have police that who can feel that they pretty much have immunity for a lot of their actions. This type of thing would not occur as much, much less when a lot of those actions 
are against a populist that while America likes to spit that land to free, home of the brave, everybody's treated equally stuff, where there's still huge schisms in terms of how folks are treated by race and class in this country. Much less with black Americans, much less with black American males. And to me, I learned a few lessons from this because it kind of sucks that we had, it almost feels like every few months we had to do a show where we talk about some mess like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I got a few big carryaways from this. First and foremost, one of them was the power of media and propaganda. Now, through the course of over a hundred days, including right at the beginning, everybody knew something was funny about this case. You know something's funny about a case when you need to have the American Civil Liberties Union file a police report saying, well, you know, if this boy got shot in the street, y'all supposed to file a police report saying what happened. It's a basic incident report. And they got back a blank report from the Ferguson PD. You know something's funny when all these international media folks come down and you got cops firing tear gas at them and arresting the press. Totally infringing on the freedom of press. You got no fly zones happening across the city. You got people trying to stop, which, you know, thank God for, you know, a lot of the independent media folks um, as individuals and as groups who are doing things. Yeah, people trying to stop folks from streaming what was actually happening on the street. Because the corporate media here, which are the ABC, NBC, CNN, Fox, so forth and so on, were only showing certain segments of stuff until there was enough noise by the independent media people streaming the live things to know that things were not proper and things were good. Even from the beginning, you had people with cell phones and all that other type of stuff taping things. And to see how the corporate media which for a minute was asking some legitimate questions like why is there like more of a militarized police state that you had more independent people asking stuff about and whatnot um beforehand putting out real issues about how things function and looking at these statistics in terms of how black americans are treated by the police turn on a dime when they thought they were gonna get riot porn the second the verdict was said that it was going to happen the literal second they were waiting to have that well you know, part of my language. Look at these wild niggers destroying their area because they mad. Why are they mad anyway? You know, it's like it, it was crazy to see it live when all of it was happening because on one computer when I was at home, I'm seeing the live stream of the various stuff. And then I'm looking at the CNN feed and it was, it was, it was really just bugged out because now all of a sudden you just told to sweep under the rug what happened during the past 100 plus days. The past three plus months where you saw all this stuff occurring, you were just supposed to be like, okay, now, you know, some shit's about to jump off, you know? We're going to be here live while watching shit jump off and be there like, why can't these black folks be nonviolent? Mm -hmm. Which is a whole other thing I'm about to get into in a hot second. The power of the media and propaganda is simply astounding. You're supposed to be there like, oh, well... Just another black person dead. Let's all just move on with our lives. 
And a lot of that stuff was a kick in the teeth because right after the verdict happened, you see the prosecuting attorney, the guy who should have removed himself in the first place from this case, because he had family that got that had well that were cops and got killed by people. Mm-hmm. You see this cat like talking on TV and smirking while he's talking about the grand jury decision. Which they didn't even necessarily even had to go to a grand jury to, to get an indictment for one. Mm-hmm. And he's like I don't want to be racist, but I'm like thinking the, the worst racial terms while I'm looking at this dude talking about this thing. Like, yep, we got away with it no matter what y'all did, no matter how y'all tried to do stuff. You see, none of these media organizations questioning this dude. Not one single bit. You got some of these cool reporters with mics, and I'm not apologizing for saying it. And people have seen what I've said online and stuff. I really don't care. You got like cats like TJ Holmes and Don Lemon who are just pushing all types of nonsense while they're on the ground in Ferguson. You got even Don Lemon talking, having the nerve to try to like just throw more things and make like, well, I'm in this crowd to upset people and obviously there's weed smoke in there or whatever. It's like, dog, really? Things are about to jump off after a huge case and the first thing you want to talk about is, you know, I ain't like them Negroes over there. There's weed smoke in the air. It's like, bruh. Wow, wow. You're, you know, you're already really not liked by most Black Americans who have have sense in the brain and they sell out their soul. <laughs> and then you know you're doing this, like, you see, you see that weird new age. I'm colorless or I'm a new black mentality, wow. which is usually an elitist way of just trying to separate yourself from other people, think that other issues ain't gonna happen to you. Mm-hmm. And for a cat like Don Lemon, and again. I ain't trying to offend nobody, but let's keep it 100. Don Lemon is a black man who's gay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure in your life you had all types of epithets spit at you. You can't all of a sudden just be there like, nah, I ain't that dude. I mean, I don't think he's that stupid. I do think that he's that corrupted mm-hmm. by whatever checks he's making with CNN or that, that Fox News job he's trying to get because, you know, they got a whole seafood full of, of coons with mics over there. Smacking him on the butt. And whatnot. And the final big kick in the teeth with all of this, besides the fact that a young man had his life snuffed out for essentially no reason, cause even if you want to believe the mainstream narrative that he supposedly stole something <laughs> and whatever, and that made him deserve to get shot eight freaking times. We ain't even talking about one time. Eight freaking times. You have Officer Darren Wilson, who as of the time of recording resigned from the Ferguson PD. I'm sure off of like that bank full of money he got when people donated a whole bunch of money to him and then the money he got from what I'm about to talk about. Not even 24 hours after this verdict happened, parts of Ferguson are still burning. People are getting arrested. All these protests are happening throughout the United States and through the world, which, you know, bless everybody who has some sense all over the world who sees what this type of nonsense is and whatnot. I get back home I'm talking to my moms and all that good stuff. Turn on the TV. They're like, exclusive interview of Darren Wilson on ABC News. Not even 24 hours after this occurred. Pre-taped. Now, if you don't think that this was put together right from the gate in terms of how people thought knew it was going to be, I, I don't know what to tell you. Even the folks like Zimmerman and them had some time before they actually had some old long in-depth interview. ABC News was promoting that joint like they would promote Dancing with the Stars <laughs> or something. 
And I just had to rub my temples because it, it like just blew my mind to see what folks do. And with all of this type of stuff, it just reinforces the fact that this institution of the United States was never really for us. That's right. Never, ever, ever, ever really for anybody who was not a rich white man and somebody affiliated with rich white men in this country. And whatnot. And to see the response back from people, because I expect racist response back. I mean, honestly, we get that relatively often from people because people get all bold online and shit. But anyway, you know, the online racist part of things, I, you know, again, that's to be expected. You know, people, you know, doing a random woohoo's and whatnot. Um, what killed me on Facebook and Twitter was seeing the respectability politics folks all come out in mass after this joint occurred. And for those folks who are overseas and are listening, they don't necessarily understand the term respectability politics. It's pretty much the, well, if black folks dressed a certain way, talked a certain way, met these certain criteria for education, so forth and so on, there wouldn't be any problems in the United States. And Asara made the the perfect freaking sound effect to that. Like, like back in the day when black folks wore their Sunday best, nobody ever got hung or beat or put into a prison cell or whatever. No, that never happened. Well, if we had our own, yeah, we did have our own. You know what people did? They burnt it the hell down. That's right. Look at the Rosewoods and the Black Wall Streets and all that type of stuff. Yep. If mentalities of the population as a whole don't change, ain't nothing going to change. Ain't nothing going to change. And to see folks to me where I'm like, you know, whether you Uncle Tom or, you know, Uncle Tomisa or whatever. Because I see a few of our Latin brothers and sisters talking about various folks mm. and whatnot. It's like, I don't think people really get it. The stuff that happened to folks like my parents in the 60s and 70s is happening right now. Mm-hmm. 2014 is 50 years after the Civil Rights Act was written. Mm. And we're still dealing with this crap right now. We got a black guy who's president and people disrespect the hell out of him and his family. But we supposed to be there like, oh, well, y'all got y'all got this guy here. We equal. You know, we fine. Or y'all are pulling out the black card. We ain't pulling out the black card. We're pulling out the fact card. <laughs> the fact of the matter is black folks are treated crappily in this country because if we were treated equally, we would have had to do these stories. We wouldn't have had to talk about certain stuff like this. You know, I mean, Asara and I are tired of having to talk about crap like this. Most black people are tired of talking about crap like this. I mean, this type of thing where at the age I'm at, I don't have children as of yet. I don't even know how my friends have children are dealing with things. Because they know they're going to have to deal with this crap. And, you know, they're going to have to do this talk. About, well, you got to try to flow and function a certain way so somebody don't hit you upside the head mm-hmm. or throw you into a jail cell or screw up your employment just because they're mad and you got a little more melanin than somebody else because these old stereotypes keep perpetuating themselves over and over and over again. And too much of the population is comfortable with these stereotypes. It's comfortable being with black people are lesser than me. Mm-hmm. Black people can easily be described as a thug or a whore. So we don't got to worry about what happened to them. Mm-hmm. 
Apparently, the drug, because one of the things that kept being brought up with Michael Brown is, oh, he had weed in the system. I'm like, weed is being legalized in so many co- parts of these country right now or decriminalized. But if you're black, apparently you become like, you know, the freaking Hulk, Hulk and that's going to scare a white dude to, to shoot at you eight times, hmm. leaving your body in the street for over four plus hours, having the police department not file proper paperwork, even about what the incident that led to the death. Shutting down all types of things when people started researching what happened. I mean, you know, we talk about various regions of the United States, but stuff has happened all over the United States in a while. You know, Missouri is one of the places where it has been a, a hotbed for ages mm-hmm. of various stuff. And, you know, talking to our various um, friends and media people in, you know, the St. Louis area, this story is nothing new. Mm-hmm. These situations are nothing new. And,. You know, I'm not for people doing riots and all that type of stuff. But, you know, to paraphrase, you know, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., you know, a riot is pretty much just a voice of the unheard. If you ain't trying to hear people and and settle stuff peacefully, things can go another way. No doubt. I think at the end of the day, people are going to do what they want to do. Are going to want to do what they want to do in reference to that. I think, you know, as, as, as it's. As one of the old saying goes in the scripture, there's more, uh, a body has many parts. So, you know, one part of the body might do one thing, another part might do another thing. Um, in some ways, um, people will have to do that for people to be stimulated to know that um, they're going against God when you try to confine and, and, and um, um take away, you know, rights or privileges from people, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, putting pressure on a natural situation, well, you know, naturally people are going to respond in that way. And, you know, whether I'm going to do that or not, I don't think I'm going to do that or not, but I definitely, I'm not opposed to them doing it, you know, because, you know, that's just how nature goes. You can't really stop nature from doing certain things. And, um, you know, I think a lot of times if you're poor and you're black um, and you get involved in that, you know, you'll have to deal with, you know, and you get caught, you'll have to deal with certain legal things and therefore having to deal with certain legal things while being poor. You know what I'm saying? So there's always that to keep in mind. But um, but definitely, I mean, and certain things, certain people will be up here teaching, certain people will be in the streets. You know, certain people will be teaching and, and being in the streets or certain people will be doing certain things that will try to stimulate the people to, you know, to at least, you know, whatever you do to, to be thoughtful and keep a clear mind about it, whether you're in the streets or whether you're teaching. But, um, you know, unfortunately, um, uh, we're surrounded by godless, soulless people. So, you know, people are going to say and do certain things that so we definitely have to be on our P's and Q's when we are greeted or meted by certain people this dude's mother got caught up in the guy who shot um uh, the kid in in ferguson his mother got caught up in 2000 if i'm correct writing bad checks his mammy was writing bad checks and went and and did like a little bed you know you know fruit don't fall too far from the tree you know 
You know, they, they put Nick Rose up under the jail for doing stuff like that. His mammy was writing bad checks, so through a couple of later, he gonna shoot some niggas because he feel like it. You know. Yep. You know, you might hear, you might be turned off when, you know, don't get me wrong, it's not a whole lot much better than the Northeast. You know what I'm saying? As far as with, you know, police, uh, you know, police doing what they're doing, but th these are the type of occasions that make me, you know, you know, make me glad that I'm where I'm at. You know, at least in the region I'm at, um, DC, Mid Atlantic to North Atlantic, because the cops are bad there too, as we see in New York. But certain things, you know, you know, it, it, I, I just don't know, and I can't say that that's even a, a worse situation than it happens over. I can't say that, but those are the type of situations that you know, I'm like, nah. Um, I don't know if it would have gone the way the way it went there here. In other words, at least the, the legal side, I don't think that would have gone like that back east. I don't know if I believe that. And that's the thing that really astounds me with this case. I'm like, a lot occurred. I mean, a lot occurred to the point where Amnesty International wrote a report like, yo, y'all treating black folks wrong. Mm -hmm. They, you know, Michael Brown's parents went to the UN and – you know, it was documented, you know, you had the cat and the UN directly asked, why are black people treated different in America than other people? This is 2014. These questions are being asked. This ain't 1944, 1954, 1964. This is 2014, almost to the end of 2015. This stuff is systematic. You know, Sally is not just Michael Brown. You know, you had the young man who got shot in Ohio at the Walmart where they were selling BB guns. But apparently, you know, that black dude carrying it was something different and, you know, that was supposed to be scary and they were supposed to be worth killing. Mm -hmm. You had that young man who was um doing some cosplay, walking down the street, and he just had a fake sword and they decided to shoot that dude. Mm -hmm. You had a situation up in New York with Eric Gardner, which they're still going through, you know, the, the jury, um, grand jury with that, deciding whether those cops are going to be indicted. And that's on video. No doubt. What happened. You know... This is just not a Ferguson, Missouri situation, and that's what makes it so maddening. Mm -hmm. This is happening all over the place. You have a huge amount of people in law enforcement who feel that this is a fine thing to do. You have a system in law enforcement that pretty much co-signs for them. This is a fine thing to do. You shouldn't have to have a cell phone video or a police with body cam to do the right thing. That shouldn't be your epitus to not just beat somebody upside the head because you had a bad day or you got a quota or whatever else. And this is not dissing law enforcement as a whole. Every society needs law enforcement because somebody's going to be dangerous and do something stupid. But you can have a situation like Michael Brown where you know people going back and forth where he may or may not have stole some cigs. So, so he's a thug. He's supposed to get shot. And you have this dude... In Pennsylvania, white dude, survivalist dude, all that type of stuff, literally killed two police people, was out in the woods for about 30 plus days, and he got caught alive. What's the difference between these two? It's not a difficult breakdown. I'm not hearing people call that dude a thug. <laughs> he killed cops. He can't went out to purposely kill cops. It was like, I'll kill more people. You know, he, he had men defectors where he was talking shit. But that dude got caught alive. You got all these, you know, young kids, majority of which are not children of color. They aren't black or Latino kids doing these crazy mass shootings. But they got mental problems. Mm. 
they got excused in terms of why they did things. Mm-hmm. The Boston Marathon bomber got more excuses for what he did mm-hmm. than a black kid who, you know, may at best have strong armed somebody for some sex. They get a chance to go through a trial and go to jail. Or get free. Michael Brown didn't. Eric Garner was supposed to be choked out because he was selling Lucy's. I've gone to comic book conventions. I've seen plenty of people cosplay of all different ethnic backgrounds. Just because this one dude was walking down the street that day, he decided he needed to get shot because somehow he was a danger. This is not a healthy situation. This is not normal. And for America to keep being in denial about that this is not healthy is just going to make this a sicker and sicker country mm-hmm. mentally and otherwise and it's going to be bad if stuff jumps off because I think this country has a real paranoia of there's going to be that one day that black folks are going to snap and do that 180 because trust and believe if folk, black folks wanted to do that it would have been done a while ago no doubt it would have been done a while ago like one of my friends on Facebook had put down that they had a conversation with somebody that um is white here in this country that's their friend and they were like you know just talking about the case like why are these folks acting so crazy so paranoid and the white friends straight up said that you have some white people who are scared what they've done to other people they've oppressed is going to flip back on them and i thought that was deep Mm. and i'm like the way that's going to happen is that people keep ignoring these situations keep ignoring these cases Keep trying to act that somehow we went from slavery to Martin Luther King to Barack Obama. There was nothing in between. Mm. There was no struggle or no weirdness or whatever else. And there's no racial conflict that somehow Barack Obama's there post-racial. You can't get post-racial if you don't even get to the point of talking about race. Mm-hmm. You can't get past a certain thing when people talk about, well, you know, it's poor versus rich. We don't talk about class. And with lots of black populations, we keep getting screwed with. We keep getting screwed with. You know, we're still in a country where the voting, like the Voting Rights Act, they had to renew Mm -hmm. that through Congress all the time. Mm -hmm. For you to have equal rights to vote, you had to renew that. Think about how weird that sounds. Like, hmm, do we feel like having black people vote today? Do we feel like having women vote today? Because, you know, some of these white women get a little funny style about it too. Well, I'm like, if it wasn't for Title IX and some other stuff, I'm getting into my history bit, I'm sorry. Have y'all wouldn't have nothing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it goes on and on and on. Like, I'm, I'm tired of having to say rest in peace to somebody who just got snuffed out for no reason. I thought it was interesting that comment you made, um, Fusion, where the person that spoke with their friend and they said they're kind of afraid that black people are going to get them back for doing something. Like, in other words... Because of because they're white, they feel that somebody's gonna harm them for what maybe other whites have done. You know, whites from the past. And if there's anyone, anybody white who hears what I'm saying, is that I don't know if you should be concerned about black folks. Of course, you there will be some black folk who will, you know, you know, for the most part, American black people aren't that thinking about retribution in that way because they're thinking the long range in the sense of will they be able to get away with it without having to be killed or get knocked up. Uh, 
But I don't know if it's back for you. Got to worry about. I think if it's if it was a, if it, if you feel that that was if you feel that way and and you feel that that was a wrong against humanity and against nature because that was an unnatural thing to put other people under some things maybe you wouldn't want to be put under. You got to worry about the Most High God. I don't know if you got to worry about black folks. You know, you got to worry about God coming back on you and you doing something that's going to get. You know, that architect back in line with you. Because, you know, that's what's, that's what's going to, you know, harden hearts or soften hearts from most high. So it's going to be more about that. But if you feel that way in you, because I've always felt that, that they felt that way, but I never had, had, had heard anybody honestly admit it. But no, that's all I wanted to make a comment on that though. No, no doubt. No doubt. And when we talk about this, I mean, the things that kept me balanced a lot, besides the fact that while social networking can be a double-edged sword, you see the best of people while you see the worst of people. I've seen the best of a lot of people during the past week or so and conversated with a lot of those folks. And a lot of those people have been all over the um, ethnicity spectrum, all over the political spectrum, um, all over the, the spiritual spectrum and everything where they're like, look, wrong is wrong is wrong. You know, when you see folks in parts of England, you know, you know, protesting the same as a bunch of folks who did they thing down here around D.C. and a bunch of people in China and a bunch of other type of stuff who are like, look, you know, this is whack and we know what it's like to deal with a whack institution. You know, those folks are appreciated. As I said, the racist, you know, that's that's kind of here nor there, quite frankly, right now. But these folks who still want to be in denial is what gets on my nerves. Respectability politics has never saved black Americans. Mm -hmm. Never. This is the means for to be running around buck wild and doing dumb shit. But to be so surface about things, and if, especially if you're grown, it's just horribly, horribly naive. Mm -hmm. It's just naive. And to be those folks who also have just completely given up, Cause I mean, there's a resignation. We all go through it, but to be there, like, oh well, that's how the system goes. It's like, well, then why the hell are you here? <laughs> what What is the point of you? You're literally taking up oxygen somebody else could take up. <laughs> you know, as far as I can see, some folks are going to be mad. Some folks are going to speak in a different dialect. Everybody don't have a college degree, <laughs> and even some of us with college degrees, if you want to keep it a hundred, have done you know some menial ass jobs. So to be snobby about that is not the way to go. Yeah. And to be like, well, you know, if they had this, that, and the third, it's like, no, no, darling, no. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I mean, the repercussion of this are going to last very long. And I don't like talking about bad things having benefit. But I think for some of this younger generation, some people around our age, right? but quite frankly, I think this younger generation of teenagers and cats who get into the um, young, early 20s, Ferguson, I think, is going to really ignite another wave of um, activism no in this country um, amongst black Americans and other um, people of color. And I think because we are in the age where you can produce your own media and put stuff out there and see various things... Mm -hmm. You're going to have your whole new wave of media people who are going to be looking at beyond the surface and deeper at the surface. I mean, in all honesty, with the United States, for me, besides NPR, 
you really can't trust no media organization here. No doubt. All the major corporate cats are done. And because, which is another whole other thing, but that's a whole other conversation for another time. I'm like, thanks to us being attached to the net, you can, you know, look at how the BBC looks at stuff, how Russian Times looks at stuff, how Al Jazeera America, ironically, Al Jazeera is one of the better places that covers America right now. The Guardian, more and more and more, go ahead and check this out so you have more of a balanced viewpoint of how things are and how things can go ahead and be. So on that end, that's good. I think some more of our entertainment community has gotten more radicalized. And sometimes when we have black American entertainers, they try to have you be very middle of the road where you're literally just your surface. Mm-hmm. So you feel a quota for people to say stuff, put stuff out there. Well, that's good. <clears throat> you know, social media age, you see more of your allies easier than before. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. You also get to see more people who are, who are trying to inspire and infiltrate your organizations. <laughs> and that in itself is good as well. Because I've, I've talked to some funny style people these past few weeks, man. And um, it, it, it's interesting. It's interesting. And it's kind of funny when you're able to cross it from people that you trust about various stuff. It's like, yeah, we, we ain't getting in that mix, dog. We ain't getting in that mix. Mm-hmm. But we can also help disseminate information to other people who are doing various things. So, yes, yes. Um, on this end, Black America's tired. And I don't really think from the politicians up high, including President, President Obama, on down, realize what what they're doing if they ain't gonna try to get this stuff together. Well you can't be in denial. You can't be in denial for long, man. Well you can't be in denial for long. And this is not some preaching, you know, burn baby burn type of stuff. But if some stuff does, especially if it's the right stuff, I don't know what to tell you. And well I don't know what to tell you. You know. Get your mind right, get your, you know, spirit right. And for most importantly, for everybody who's going to be engaging in any kind of protest mm-hmm. or putting out certain types of information, keep your mind balanced. No doubt. That's what I'm going to say because I'm not going to tell people not to be sad, angry, mad, whatever. Those are natural feelings. These are feelings every damn body should have about this. I got to look at you, Daniel. You got no soul if you are somehow outraged by this. Even if you're a pro-police law enforcement person and you want to believe the narrative, there was horrible, horrible policing done by the Ferguson PD. Even if you want to believe what I personally feel is a line of crap. This, this should just outrage you. Because the thing that this could not just happen to you or somebody that you know or somebody that you're cool with, it's, it's ridiculous, yo. It's, it's ridiculous by now. It's just but more or less of yeah. people being balanced and not, necessarily, not letting anger or um, being mad become... Or anxiety tip you tip the scales and you become unbalanced. No I definitely doubt. believe that anger can be used in a motivational way um, to deal with certain things, but can motivate you to do certain things that would be good for you to do. But in the sense of you know when it's you know it has to be balanced and you know you know it, 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 you know you know, while there's a sense of law and order, things should be done a certain way, and while there ain't no law and order, things should be, be done another way. But, but because most societies need a sense of law and order, it's always that thing of like, well, you know, let's keep that in mind. And, um, you know, it's more of a balanced thing because I'm not fending the save for people to do A, B, and C. I just understand why people understand why people would do it. You know what I'm saying? And um, 
But, you know, but as far as within one's own head, though, within one's own heart and spirit, that, you know, some of these motions have to be balanced and have to be in some ways mastered. Um, yeah. No doubt, no doubt. Um, end of the day, man, black folk can't be your scapegoat forever. No doubt. That's that's just how it's going to be. And, you know, definitely um, prayers, condolences, and most importantly, support on multiple levels to the um, family of Michael Brown and just everybody who's going through this type of thing at this time because it's, it's really starting to bug me that, you know, almost every day to every other day there's some story about these incidents happening throughout the country on, you know, various scales. So, yeah, that's about it on this for now. I'm pretty sure there's going to be civil suits and all other type of things happening. And um, more to report, I already know as a broadcaster, there's been a lot of protests all over the place from folks. And um, I hope this, this gets concentrated to being a catalyst for, for real change because all this type of thing happens because they want to keep stuff quiet. They want to keep it, you know, on the low, you know. It's like we can't necessarily hang people from a tree anymore. We can do other nonsense. And, and that's not the way to go. That's just not the way to go. Um, next off, um, you know, rest in peace to Marin Barry, a.k.a. the mayor for life of Washington, D.C. No he passed away um, this past week. Um, for somebody like me who grew up in the D.C. metro area, he definitely had a huge impact with what he did politically and otherwise oh on God. good and bad ends. Oh um, I would say, honestly, if you look past the course of time, more for the good, especially during the period of time when he came to the area in the 60s and 70s, first home rule mayor of D.C., on certain levels, he did open up what would be called the black upper work and the black middle class here in D.C. Oh since he opened up a lot of government jobs that no black folks used to ever be able to get into. Wow. for things and on a personal level that includes my mom my mom came up from north carolina up here wow. and um she got a job with dc government working there for over 40 plus years wow. with the department of health and human services um lots of you know summer job programs here lots of you know balancing out lots of things on city council and political ends that literally never happened before since um dc was not the chocolate city people talked about it was until that era Barry was there. No doubt. And Marion Barry also beforehand did um, lots of things with SCLC and other civil rights acts and movements um, before he got into the area while he was in the area and stuff. You know, he got his hands dirty on um, that level. And, you know, really smart dude. He was about to get his doctorate until he got into the civil rights movement. We're talking about that 50s, 60s period where they didn't want Negro to be about or do about nothing. And um, whatnot. Like, I know a lot of our national media looks at stuff and they're like, well, that's a dude that, you know, smoked that crack and these crazy people voted him back in for mayor. You gotta think about why that type of loyalty existed by the population here. And I'm not saying that that was smart. You know, I mean, if you want to keep it 100, if you want to look at that video, he was really trying to get some from abroad. He got caught up in the coke. And even then, you got to be like, well, he was set up. It was, it was a true setup. There's a reason why my man did the, the bitch set me up, you know, phrase. The FBI and other people did that sting on him. 
And you got to be like, if he didn't have a certain amount of power, if he wasn't doing certain things, why would that occur? No doubt. Why would that occur, you know? And again, this doesn't excuse, you know, the various things he had. This, you know, this is not a hagiography that's going to make him sound like he's the most perfect guy in the world. Yes, he womanized. Yes, I think on some levels he stayed in politics a little too long and other stuff, but... He made the D.C. area, the hipper area that it was, and, you know, laid the foundation for the folks who live in this area for the good and bad of how some of the gentrification went in terms of getting the Verizon Center in the area. Um, the new constitutional, <laughs> excuse me, the new constitution center here and other stuff. So, you know, you got to look at the balance of all that, but mainly... Him getting people into positions that they were never in before, including, you know, I know a lot of people who they first summer job, even to this day, was with DC government. Right. If they live in the well, through the DC government programs. You know, it's it's a deep thing. And I know for people of my parents' generation and beyond, that cat opened up an area that never was done beforehand. It was like part of that wave of black politicians who did that. So on that level and um other types of stuff. And, you know, him still being one of those cats who just walked around the area and say what's good, especially around Ward 8, which is one of the, you know, the more poor areas in the D.C. metro. Him still being a down-to-earth dude on that level just endeared him to a lot of heads. So I just wanted to talk about Marion Barry because I know everybody sees that one clip, but he had a full, rich history beforehand that truly helped out a lot of people who were black in this part of the country. So on my end, man, rest in peace to him. Definitely rest in peace to Marion Barry and big up to everybody who was helped by him, everybody who loves him and him and his family or whatever. I'm not from the DMV area. I'm a New York, New Jersey cat proudly. Um, so when I came down here in the 90s, um, I came down when it was still the crack era and when it was still a lot of stuff going on. Um... When I came down here, prostitution was rampant. I mean, you... Yeah, U Street was real back then. It I remember was... That. I remember here, I mean, you know... 14th and you. I'm a quiet joker, but I do get my, my research and my dialogue on when it's time to need be. And, and and my breaking bread and, and communing with the brothers and sisters. And um, I had a brother told me, he told me some... He told me, yeah, man, there was so-and-so amount of prostitutes down there. I was uncomfortable with the number he gave me. So I just said a couple hundred, but it was more than that. I was like, brother, are you serious? And, you know, I just said this to say that when black people, when Barry got set up is when I was down here, is when I first came down here. And the first thing that I knew is that um, the people who were taught, see, Barry was in what they call inside the beltway. That's inside, that's kind of in, in, in the D.C. area where there's like a, a roadway that goes around it and separates it kind of from Maryland and VA or whatever, or certain parts of the city. And um, he was inside. He was being attacked by people who were were inside and outside the, the Beltway because, um, if, you know, the feds, um, feds knew what was going on. And see, I think he is a perfect example of black people when they get power. They almost get this invincibility or this like omni white man thing going on. Like they can't be touched and they're like they're white boys and they can get off. And it ain't like that, you know, because call a spade a spade. He was cheating on his wife. Call a spade a spade. He was he was he was messing with crack. He was a crackhead. Call a spade a spade. So 
If he wouldn't have cheated on his wife, that wouldn't have happened. Let's just say it for what it is. N number two, um, that doesn't take away from what he did, but they set traps for us that are based upon our desires and our and our wants. You know what I'm saying? The desire to get to get it in, the desire to get some new pussy, the desire to get you know they 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 set those traps and that's how they're able to reel jokers in. You go off desires and wants, and 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 so it, my point. Black people who get in a position like Barry got to realize that they're going to come for you because he put a lot of black people in positions that black people hadn't had nowhere else in America. No doubt. And, you know, I met a black, I met a brother from Crenshaw, California in D.C. about five years ago. And he, he told me he had never seen that many black people going to work. Now, I'm from Jersey and New York. I had seen that. I had seen maybe not the same amount of numbers, but I seen the amount of whole bunch of Negroes making it happen in the morning time. So, But I thought that was interesting, him saying that, which was a reflection of what the work Barry had done. You know what I'm saying? But, but you know, not taking nothing away from the brother, but as an outsider, I can see certain things and comment on some things that maybe people who are not from here wouldn't say. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes it's going to take a person that's got kind of a more of a distant view of the situation as far as, you know, I wasn't directly helped by him. So... But at the same time, I'm not a hater, and I'm not going to hate on the brother for what he did. And He's a soul brother, and his intent was to help his own people and uh, allow a smoother transfer. However, if you're black and you get in position, you're definitely going to have to have a certain type of position with the, with the state uh, with the state, and with, with the feds to be able to help you with policing. Because the policing is better in D.C. now, but there's more white folks and Spanish engaged. But when it was mostly all black, the policing wasn't that strong, which allowed all these Negroes to get killed during the crack era and the prostitution and all that stuff that had been taking place. You know what I'm saying? So if you're black, you got to be able to uh, uh, be able to, you know, not 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 a police state, not put a bring out a police state, but be able to have certain things to be able to help your city. And to have hopefully some honest people going on. And if you and if you have helped that many black people, gotta realize there are gonna be people within the United States government who are gonna try to attack you. Not necessarily from anywhere else. There might be people from, you know, Israel, Israel or England or you know France that might try to get at you too. You know, they have secret societies or secret organizations like the FBI, CIA, who have, who, who have jurisdiction to come in on American soil. So I'm, you know, so. There's so many traps by these jokers that you definitely almost have to be a straight up clean life and to be able to do what you can do. And um, but definitely rest in peace to the brother. And um, I definitely think he did more bad. I definitely think he did more good than bad. And he's kind of he's just like a lot of brothers that came for him. They 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 do they they show you the good side and they show you the things that you should do and they show you the things that you shouldn't do. If you if you're gonna be a player, don't be married. You know, because uh, that's something they can't grab on you to say, oh, he was whatever, whatever. If you're going to be helping a lot of black folk, there are going to be people within the U.S. government, rich white people in America, and some rich people of other races in America that are going to try to mess with you. That's just how it is, and you got to be able to be ready to deal with that. All right? No doubt, no doubt. And I think you've you know, successfully put it very well. Um, I think that's definitely another lesson with uh, Mayor and Barry. I, I don't know. I'm always one of those type of people. I think you need to have term limits no matter what. Because after a while, with the system being inherently corrupt on a whole bunch of levels, even if it touches you a little bit, it's still going to touch you. Mm -hmm. 
And on some level, that that did happen with him. And he's one of those guys I had to look at. It's like, you got a lot done, even with all that. But could you imagine what would have happened if some of that wasn't in the mix? You know what I'm saying? If somehow for that one night, you were just there like, you know what? You know, I've been getting some on the low here and there. This chick feel funny. Mm -hmm. So maybe I just need to not do that that day. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I think it was good that you brought up that, you know, sometimes the weaknesses do bring you down because if maybe that one joint wasn't as there as hard, you wouldn't have got caught on tape. I mean, they went through the motions Mm -hmm. to get them. But something happened where you even got caught up in that mix. So, you know. But, yeah, man, just, you know, me just being from this area, just knowing the history in general, I mean, there's a good documentary about Mayor and Barry that I think HBO dropped it not too long ago. And um, his autobiography is that where he where he's a warts and all dude. He was like he he talked about the good and the bad that he did. Mm-hmm. Like check those joints out before you just see that one clip. We just did like oh crack mayor, you know. It's like nah, there was a lot more than crack mayor, you know. You know, black folks in America can forgive a whole lot of stuff, but if he was just crack mayor, he would have never got back into nothing. Mm-hmm. He would have mm-hmm. never got back into being mayor of DC. He would never got into DC council till he did till essentially he died no, no. and whatnot, you know. For the people who have had relatives who've been through some nonsense, you you know he wasn't that crackhead you loved from a distance. He did something good, <laughs> you know. He wasn't that cat. He did like oh crackhead, bye, you know, and run away. So, but yeah, man, rest in peace, Marion Barry, and right. all that. Um, did a lot of good things. Was part of that um younger wave of politicians who are black in the leadership civil rights movement. You know, who went in there and tried to make that difference, mm-hmm. and I hope people take the good um from his life. Um. Let me see here. Um, well, let me ask you this, because if you don't want to delve into it in depth, I'll just keep it short. You want to talk about this Bill Cosby situation? Uh, yeah, we can we can wrap on that for a minute. All right, cool, cool. Um, for those who have not been in the news loop, I mean, damn near at all lately. Um, actor, educator, um. Etc. Etc. Um, Bill Cosby. You know, a lot of people know him really highly from my generation from the Cosby Show. People from older generations know him from um, I Spy, comedy albums, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Um, and folks of some of the latter generations are like that's that old guy who be talking about black folks and what they need to do or not do. Um, very long career um, in Hollywood and beyond. Um, he has had. A lot of sexual assault allegations come out at him. Some older, because some of these joints are stuff that was talked about a while ago, back in the 90s, because he had a case against him in the 90s. To, you know, stuff in the present, because, which is kind of weird how this comes about, because to me, well, I'll get into that in a second. But um, comedian Hannibal Burris um, had a stand-up routine, and somebody happened to tape a part of it, where he was talking about... um, you know, you know, Bill Cosby, you know, I'm really shortening this so people can find this clip anywhere. But yeah, Bill Cosby be talking about, you know, black people need to pull their pants up, blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, you a rapist, you know, you had A, B, C, D, or E. He's like, look that joint up, Google that joint, or whatever, whatever, whatever. And it's like, you know what, we're in a generation where people can go ahead and pull up stuff and Google it. And that, in itself, became kind of a news story. And more of these women from damn near the 60s so I think it's like about the 90s or so, the early 2000s, talking about, yeah, this dude did this stuff to me where I was drugged and um, sexually assaulted. And for me, I got to look at it like this. He settled a case 
the case in the 90s where it wasn't just one woman who said something. She was going to have 13 other people testify against them. Now, I know a lot of dudes like getting on that tip of, well, that bra could be bugging. And you know what? Some, unfortunately, some women do, which I hate those women because sexual assault, unfortunately, happens to a lot of us. And um, that makes it be taken less seriously. But if you're a dude and you have all the legal power in the world and you haven't done something, why would you settle? Why would you do that? Especially a case where it just wasn't one woman. That woman was like, I got 13 people who are ready to come in this court and break it down. And I've had some people, you know, when I talked about this, they're like, well, you know, you know, why, why are people coming out right now? Because this country, like how it deals with black people, doesn't like dealing with the aspect of with male and female relations. Sometimes things are not balanced. Things are not good and there's some horrible stuff that happens to people with those sexual assault allegations aren't taken seriously and while we're definitely not in the greatest of places with that right now in 2014 we're way better than back in the day especially with somebody who had money and power and these are women where you have folks like well it's going to be a come up let me ask you something what woman has ever come up after saying they were sexually assaulted what woman ever became rich ever had a career jump off ever get better when they said they were sexually assaulted by somebody. When was that your ultimate? I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm just going to say I got, you know, raped or beat or whatever by so-and-so-and-so. That's not how it works. And with a lot of these women who are saying things, I got to look at the aspect of a lot of these are older women. They know that the statute of limitations in these states where things have happened has been done and over. Some reported things they had to push away. Some people didn't. They're saying some really detailed stuff where I'm like, if it was one or two people, you might be able to try to, you know, spin some random conspiracy theory about it. As of this broadcast, because I've been like keeping a hold of this, it's been about 20 people who've said stuff. 20 people. I'm not surprised. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm not looking at the aspect of, you know, I mean, in all honesty, if you're a man or a woman who maybe has a whole bunch of power, and you don't necessarily have all your biz together if you're married, you're probably getting it in with somebody else. That doesn't surprise me. That doesn't throw me off. And with, you know, a cat like, you know, Bill Cosby, who I think he had an illegitimate daughter about, what, 10, yeah, 20 years ago? Autumn Jackson. Out? Yeah, yeah. Come on, say, I knew there was something with that. I'm like, that wouldn't be the part that would surprise me. would be like, you know what? Yeah, you know, you're Bill Cosby. You're not Heathcliff Huxtable. You know what I'm saying? Everybody keeps mixing up the two. These are two different people. Heathcliff Huxtable is a fictional character. Bill Cosby is a regular person. What is just bugged out and disgusting is like, dog, you're drugging people. You're drugging people and getting it in. You know, that's a sick mind. That's just a sick mind. And that's a sick individual. Even if just one of these charges are true, if somehow you want to believe that it's not all these people and just one charge, that's still one more than it ever needs to be. Point blank and period. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what type of understanding, you know, him and Camille have. He could have been getting it in with all other types of people. And, you know, Bill had bread, you know, and, you know, back in the day, he was not a bad looking dude. So I'm pretty sure he ran through whoever he wanted to, but he had to go through. If, again, if any of this joint is true, drugging folks, either drugging wine or having them pop pills or whatever, and then doing what he do. Now, 
People can look at this in two ways. Either this is the most elaborate conspiracy theory ever against this dude. Or, again, Bill Cosby is different than he flip the ball. And he's a sick bastard and his chickens are coming to roost. I don't mind it if it's a second one. Nobody should be doing stuff like this. Nobody should be doing stuff like this. And sadly, we're in the age where more of this type of stuff is coming out. I know there was that guy in um the UK, I think it's Jimmy Seville or somebody like that. He had a kid show. And right around when he died, all this documentation was being pulled out where this cat was sexually um assaulting kids in freaking um hospitals for people who are mentally disabled. And it was hundreds of kids. But because he had a certain amount of fame and bread and people who were in the inner circle who didn't want to get caught up in the mix, hid that. So for me, as a realist, I can see this being real. I mean, of course, I don't want to look at the Cosby show and be there like, damn, this is just a sick old, you know, rapist bastard who's doing all this type of stuff. And then he got old and he's trying to point out black black people for like, pull up your pants and don't get it endless or whatever, whatever, while, you, while, you, while you've been, you know, harassing people, what you know, wasn't the entire fuck. But if that is what it is, I want justice to be done. Simply put, and bottom line, for some of these, you know, men who act really nervy about stuff, I'm just going to be really simple. If you don't get proper consent and that chick's like, yes, let's get it in, you're entering into a whole lot of problems. And if you, like, that chick's a little too intoxicated or nervy or whatever, Maybe you shouldn't do that because it, it, it just shouldn't be that way. Like, I shouldn't even have to explain to a dude that you should want to have consent before you have sex. Mm. And it's kind of disgusting how I've been online with some stuff. And you had people trying to find every which way around that one simple concept. Hey, girl, do you want to have sex? Yes. Okay. If there's anything else that's not around that and there ain't no, you know, cute seduction business, then you need to go elsewhere because at the very minimal, you're going to have what may be a legal problem or something else. Pure and simple, easy and sweet. And with a cat like Bill Cosby situation, you sh- drugging people? <laughs> we ain't even talking about, oh, they were a little drugging and, and they thought it would happen. Dog, you were drugging people. And I don't know, man. Like I've seen these women on interviews and other type of stuff. This happened to a few of these women to me. I don't want to believe it. I don't, you know, it's funny when you look at how you look at entertainers in this world and how they're presented to us as being these big, great people. It's like they can make great artworks of art. They can be great actors. Actresses make wonderful music. But some of the people we admire the most of what they did on that end could have been bastards on their personal ends. And I think, you know, if nothing else with this Bill Cosby scenario, you got to look at, you can't put people to a certain elevated point. You can't elevate them to the point of idolatry and whatnot. I love Marvin Gaye, but I know he did some crazy stuff back in the day mm-hmm. with women. I love Jane Brown, but Jane Brown documentedly wasn't the great on certain levels on that end. And plenty more with Bill Cosby. Yeah, she'd be like, Fat Albert's cool. Cosby Show definitely, you know, one of the, one of the defining shows of my generation brought through a lot of great actors and actresses who we see on TV to this day, spun off with a different world, all that good stuff. But again, Bill Cosby ain't Heathcliff Huffable, and people need to look at that a little with a little more balance and a little more thought. And, you know, 
everything will come to the way it's going to come. But that's well, one it. thing that I wanted to say is that I never thought the 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 the, the, uh, the Cosby Show was the was the official example or the best example of the black family on television. I never thought that. I used to watch the Cosby Show. I always thought James Evans from Good Times was really the black father of black fathers on TV, and I still feel that to the to this day. Not because he's from Jersey, but if anybody who's seen Good Times, they I think they get an idea of where I'm coming from. Uh, let me go from there and say that I'm not surprised. Uh, Bill, you know, um, you know, they only let certain Negroes get their own TV shows. Yeah. And so, with that being said, I knew that he probably wasn't the most straight up dude. You know what I'm saying? You know, certain strange bedfellows, certain strange connections, you know what I'm saying? I know dude, I know Bill is a fraternal order boule brother. In other words, when the fraternities from, from college and, um, uh, 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 in the in the governing body organizations, he's connected with them, and um, they want to emulate really the the white fraternal organizations, and, and none of them got no more rally. So I'm not gonna go too deep into that though. But I'm just saying he was he was a part of those those um, groupings and secret societies. Um, I personally felt that he was talking about black black men pulling up. This or whatever, knowing he had a own history because somebody I think prompted him to kind of say something, and you know maybe somebody said someone did something that made he felt maybe maybe looked maybe he felt a reflection on himself or his race and he wanted to say something, but it was like you know I don't know I, I think that somebody maybe prompted him to say something, even if they didn't, it was like bro, you know you up here you know you got some situations and you're lying to yourself trying to tell trying to talk down to other people when you know you got that same situation in your life. You know you do, you know, but you're but you're speaking on it like, well, they don't know, so I can act like they don't know and act like my, my stuff is all clean. It's like, nah, bro, it doesn't happen like that. The most high is looking on, bro. So, you know, that's not going to last too long. And, you know, um, um, you know, the, the organizations, the organizations that he represented on the, on the fraternal end, have not always been the the um, friendliest to black people like myself, or black people who are not Christian, or black people who are not educated, or black people who are not, but uh, um, you know, or black people who are not homosexual, uh, or black people who um, don't want to fit in, who do not want to fit in, you know. And so it's more or less of one of their darlings being showed up. For, um, you know, for the trash that he really is, you know, what I'm saying because at the end of the day, I and I I came up around, you know, good guys, players, and you know, funny style dudes, and um, you know, at the end of the day, most of them, most of those cats didn't have to rape nobody to get it in, or get them drunk, or use, or use mollies, or have to put something in somebody's drink. For it to be a good experience, you know, that's not the type of cast I came up around. So I wasn't used to that, or I didn't have that as a, a plan to do that to nobody, you know. But you know, it it, it 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 had to happen, and you know, I think it had to show the fraud that he actually is. 
that he always was. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, I think he was definitely, he's obviously a good talent, but, you know, I think I think Heathcliff's Hustle role is overrated, you know. Um, um, I, I always liked James Evans from Good Times, from, you know, you know, I think people had a problem because they was poor. But, you know, on, so on, a, on a man level, James was that dude. And, you know, if I patted myself after anybody, it's going to be him. Um, I mean, I could patted myself after the men who were in my family. I don't have to go to some TV character, but if I was to go to a TV character, it would be James Evans before Heathcliff, Heathcliff Hustle any day of the week. All right? All right, all right. Dang. Good, good side of it. And I, I told folks this, this was going to be a talky one this time. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we had some heavy stuff happen. Um, well, we've been out of the lab. Um, let's just do a few little quick talks on um, some other cultural things that's not as heavy because I don't want to necessarily end the commentary on like such a freaking down. Just like we talked about like a freaking accused rapist and police brutality and black politician dying. It's like, well, damn. All right. Um, for my comic book nerds and for my black comic book nerds, Marvel is dropping a Black Panther movie in 2018. I'll be damn near 40 years old, and I'm going to see that shit. No doubt. Bottom freaking line. Um, I'm gonna talk to a Saul Ra. I'm gonna have to actually show him some comics on um my tablet through Comicsology or everything eventually. But people who aren't familiar with the Black Panther character, he is essentially the the separatist militant hero of um the Marvel Comics universe and whatnot. And um. Real, real short history. Um, he's the ruler of a uh, mythical African nation called Wakanda. That's in the most technologically advanced country in the world. And they're very much like, we don't really feel like, you know, fucking up the outside world unless we got to. <laughs> and um, like there's various things where, you know, people come into the country and, you know, he's like mad, brilliant and intelligent and everything. But he's really like, yo, y'all got to come over here. I ain't necessarily coming over there unless you put in my people in danger type of hero. And seeing the concept art and the other stuff they did when they did the um, rollout of all the upcoming movies, you know, in the next few years, you know, including, you know, the new Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and Iron Man and Avengers and all that type of stuff. Miss Marvel, for my people want to see the female superhero, it's cool that's in the mix, too. For me, I've been reading, you know, Black Panther for a little bit, you know, I'm I'm, I'm a fan just because he's a badass superhero, much less the history. It's like, if they do that right, and, oh, they got Chadwick Boseman playing them. Okay. If folks saw um, the, the, the Get On Up movie with James Brown, they saw 42, where he was playing Jackie Robinson, you know, the brother can act. No, no. And, you know, I want to see him on, on that snarling, if y'all white folks don't get out of my face superhero steez too, I'm gas. And again, 2018, I'm going to be almost 40 years old. I'm going to be up in the movie theater. I might have to do one of the midnight showings. Because Marvel are the same people who did Guardians of the Galaxy and made a talking tree and a raccoon beyond point. You know, and those are superheroes I ain't care about. But I want to see a movie, and I'm like, that's one of the more fun movies I saw this year. So I'm like, if y'all do Black Panther right, y'all got the big budget, and you know, y- y- you only can't have so many, at least in Wakanda, that maybe the whole more black actors are going to be hired. I'm like, you-, you can't be having the white folks, you know, in freaking Wakanda and whatnot. That's going to be a dope joint. And um, he's also going to be a major character in a whole bunch of the uh, upcoming movies to the upcoming Captain America 3 and other stuff. So people are going to see him live. So I'm like, I'm a little gassed on that. So that's my little comic book geekasm right there and everything on um, the popular culture. And, right. and it was kind of funny 
going on my Facebook and Twitter with other people I know who are on that, like fellow podcasters and radio people and just friends in general, and just seeing a whole bunch of us like, Black Panther, ah! And it's like, okay, we're all grown as hell. It's the middle of the day they're doing this rollout. We're like, Black Panther movie, Black Panther movie, what? <laughs> so, you know, that was like a little cool. Um, let me see what else. Um, shout out to um, Killer Mike and LP. The Run the Jewels 2 album is dope. I really, really dig it. And I love the way they're doing things um, via um, an independent label and whatnot. And um, really blowing up. Um, I've seen them a few times live. Actually, um, actually, the first time I saw them live was in Toronto a few years ago when we first went North by Northeast. And um, they tore it up. And then, you know, this past year, they, you know, they did that. And I've seen them in other spots. And, you know, they're both vets in the, um, well, LP definitely on the independent end um, of Company Flow and all of that. Um, Killer Mike has gone through both ends independently, you know, through the stuff he did um, back in the end of Outcast and all of that. And, you know, it's, it's kind of weird when I talk about it this way, but people still want to try to push a stereotype that hip-hop is just a young person thing. And these cats are in their 40s, and they're, like, crushing it. So, you know, shouts out to the... And also shout out to those cats for having a sense of humor because when their album came out, um, there was a Kickstarter that was done where somebody's like, you know what, I want this run, to, I'm, I'm, I want to raise this much money to have Run the Jewels two, and I wanted to just be cat sounds and whatnot. And they were like, we raise this money, we'll donate, we'll donate to whatever organization, and we'll make this album this way. And now they got Just Blaze and a whole bunch of other people doing this album, but they're gonna literally like meow the entire lyrics. They still have all the crazy beats, so they're nuts, man. But I appreciate them, and it's a good album. It's a good album. Also, shout out to Stolly, um, one of the most slept on cats from MMG. His Ohio album is really, really dope, and it's cool. Shout out to Denzel Washington for the Enforcer movie. Saw that. Oh yeah, let me big that that, that, that joint's kind of crazy. Go ahead. Yeah, I I saw that the other day, and um, um, I saw the original Equalizer. Oh, that's a wrong thing, sorry. Back, um, you know, when I was when I was real little. Um, this to me is probably for me, for me personally, up there. It with this is one of them. This is probably one of my favorite Denzel movies. I, you know, it's a close one with um, Malcolm. It, to me, it's up there with Malcolm. I I love the movie. I love the movie. I mean. When you hear people, when you hear black men say something about that, that they have a God essence, he, he represents the, um, the, the center point of that, you know, cause he, he was about the business. He wasn't running the streets. He wasn't an alcoholic. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't a drug addict. He wasn't a womanizer, though he was heterosexual. And I think that, you know, that's, that's, that's. His, the, the example he in that movie is is you know that's black masculinity at its finest for me. You know what I'm saying? No and, doubt. Um, and you know, I, I, like I said, I think he represents black masculinity well. And that was I loved the movie. I loved it. And um, um, you know, I saw a lot of myself in that movie. I you know I saw in the sense of like you know a lot of that dude was me. A lot of that dude was me. That, that's, um, or or I could see it becoming me. You know, like me being older. But now nah, that was a good flick, though. That was a good flick, though. 
No doubt, no doubt. Um, also in a good movie, and I saw um, the John Wick joint of Keanu Reeves. If y'all like, you know, if you want to do that and Equalizer as back-to-back kick-ass movies, they were kick-ass. And Keanu Reeves looks amazing for a 50-year-old dude, especially a 50-year-old, you know, white dude. He, he, he's 50 years old and to me looks better than he did back during the Matrix. And, you know, it's a fun movie. So, I mean, you know, two like fun movie um, joints or whatever. And um, lastly, um, I don't know. Have you ever seen the movie Black Dynamite? I've never seen it. I have to show you that movie. Um, anybody who likes black exploitation movies, like Black Dynamite, if you haven't seen it yet, I think it's on Netflix and Hulu and all of that. It parodies all them black exploitation movies to really, really hilarious effect. Like uh, Michael Jai White is the lead character, yeah. and I'm um, all the other folks. Like I saw that first time I saw that joke, I was literally crying because it's crazy. And they also got the animated series now through adults, so they're in their second season. And yeah, man, if you got cable and on demand, or somebody got access to Cartoon Network, peep season one and season two of Black Dynamite. They go all the way live. Mm-hmm with um what they do they got like tommy davidson and kim whitley and other folks doing the um, voice talent on the show along oh, with uh, wow. michael jai white for people like the boondocks that got that like you know that black like anime vibe to it and whatnot so the animation is really good and let me see i'm trying to think about what the best joint i've seen so far this season has been the episode that actually made fun of bill Cosby was hilarious mm. And whatnot, because they were going against Bill Cosby because Bill Cosby was kidnapping black exploitation actors and actresses and trying to make them, you know, do 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 all quote unquote all the clean stuff. They had Bill Cosby talking on the flip um, filth type of talk the entire show. <laughs> and I'm not gonna say how Mom's Mabley somehow got in the mix, but she got it like like they go like ham like that when um they do um those type of shows. And they also had like a death race one I think during the first season where it was like. Black Dynamite, you know, in a race versus like Fu Manchu with the KKK and all those other type of things. Like, it, it's a crazy show. It's a crazy show, but um, they do really good. And um, during New York Comic Con, they were over there for a hot minute. They, all those cats were really cool. So, um, yeah, man, I just want to recommend that show. It's 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 off the chain, man. It's off the chain. And um, that is about it. We've gotten a nice bit of talk. Again, first time we've both been able to kind of have stuff calm and be in the studio to get some music mixing in for a while so let's go ahead and get into it as always you don't got to live or agree with any of our commentary but if it sparks some thought and sparks some conversation within other aspects of your life we've done the job that all great independent media and all great black media has done via whatever medium throughout the years all of our music artists please feel free to go to fuseboxradioonline.com to submit your music just please properly label your mp3 submissions and all of that and if you can please have clean versions of what you submit independent the major it doesn't matter as long as the groove's good we're going to try to find our best way to go ahead and play and rock that joint get you nodding your head stomping your feet and all that good stuff so yeah, let's go ahead and get right into that music portion of the show. This is the Fusebox Radio Broadcast, syndicated worldwide, bringing you the best of 21st century black radio to the masses. This is DJ Fusion, signing out, all right? Yes, indeed. God by nature, the funk is flagrant. Yes, indeed. One love. Peace. You're quite hostile. I got a right to be hostile, man. My people been persecuted. DJ Fusion. I hold the mic device, the force, I keep it away, of course, and I'm keeping you 
creeping And on the stage I rage and I'm rolling And to the poor I pour and on my metaphors And now bluffing is nothing that we ain't did before We played to stay the points made you consider it Done by the prophet the rage What the people say Yo Flip, your next one's up, you get to the east side We got to kick it for the east side, G I roll with the punches so I survive So try to rock cause it keeps the crowd alive I'm not balling, I'm just calling But I'm past the days of yes y'all in And we go round and round, I pump you jump up Hear my words, my verbs to get Do stuff, do stuff I've been around a while, you can't describe my sound Clear the way for the pop of the rage What the people say Hey yo Griff, we got to get to my man Ralph in the south Let's kick it to the south side, G I'll ring your bell, can you tell I got feeling It's just peace at least cause I want it I want it so bad, cause I'm starving I'm like Garvey, so can you see me? It's like that, I'm like that, leave me the hell alone If you don't think I'm a brother, then check my chromosome And then you check the stage, I declare a new age Get down for the prophets of rage Can you kick it like this? Okay, okay, come on His name was Little Sambo. Uh oh, Zio's exercising his right to be hostile. They always try to say that cool is me. I don't understand, man. You don't understand. My temper, temper's up to like 10 months. What's up his thoughts that I recommend? Minus his flood, but thicker is blood. Plus, still some stay stud like sticks in the mud. I will probe from milkers, keep me from flipping daily. Yet I constantly slip into thinking, kind of loony. In my logo, you see us? Whoever said that cool is me? Okay, joke's over, but still a close over Us with no love from no clover This irritates X, so goes into my text To erase one N-word complex Some rock, 
That's the fuzz of what was was And then Decker, the jokes on cuz Does on top of my head stand seven thick Hairs that even if I wanted to, I couldn't pick Pigment, is this a defect in birth? Or more an example of the richness in earth Lips and eyes, I'm in a traits of all race Does not take them 95% of one's face But still I see in the back two or three ignorant punks pointing at me But have you ever seen his brother walking around here anywhere? I must be a missing person. Have you ever saw his face on a milk car? Tricky, tricky. Must be part of the gas face series. The same one who started Black Cat Bad Luck Theories. Yeah, he done it. This place, he runs it. And I'm guilty. I'll contrast a 400. Judgy not the unjudged is where he slipped. The real guilty is filthy. He's just Egypt. Blew the nose right off the sphinx. Now when he inks, ugly as when our hair kinks. We thinks, then zap goes the nap. Now I got good hair. If that's good hair, then bad's a hood hair. Comb, twisted, dome, braided or faded. The first man played it and now we hate it. Robbed of our culture. True indeed, I bear witness. And recommend this mental fitness. So get this loaded tool and pointed out a goal, G. Then ask him, who you calling move? the government has not made steps to preserve the blacks. When asked why, a top law official adds, because they make good games. You are now listening to Fusebox Peace! Don't make me laugh. All I hear is motherfuckers like a sucker tash. Living large telling me to get out the gang. I'm a nigga and gotta live by the trigger. How the fuck do you figure that I can say peace and the gunshots won't cease? Every cop killer goes just send another thing into the morgue A boy scored They can give a fuck about us They'd rather catch us with guns and white powder If I was old, they'd probably be friend of me Since I'm young, they consider me the enemy They'll kill ten of me to get the job correct To serve, protect, and break a sick neck Cause I'm the one with a truck of fuck And both police in the tape deck You should listen to me cause there's more to see Call my neighborhood and get up cause the house is minorities The other color don't know you can rather not hide These are tales from the dark side All of us are in danger, damn Cocaine, it was plain and simple The 9mm went to the t- 
my elders and behave even if when they were young they saw slaves truth and understanding is what i crave in the land of the thief home of the slave turn your page to a brief demonstration that's now in 90s strictly information i'm giving teaching on a regular basis today's lecture is about the racist we're not out to exaggerate or diss them but show the symptoms and facts of racism understand the racist ain't equal there's about five different types of racist people of the five different types of cases is the individual brought up racist here you have young men and women brought up in the great white white opinion this opinion introduced by the parents of the civilized becomes transparent a civilized man could look through the faces make the analysis and see the racist number two case which all must hear is the individual racist out of fear here you have people that fear the african and conjure up new ways of trapping them Number three is the unconscious racist Not knowing they're racist, they invade your spaces They say, I'm not a racist, I'm not a bigot Yet they allow it to go on and won't admit it Number four is the money racist The one that used the topics of sheer economics They say, owning a business isn't for the black man He don't want that, yet they went and took his land Damn, that's like a rock in a hard place You don't have your land, yet this ain't your space America was built by every other race Except the European that runs this place what a waste, America's doomed to be overthrown by the righteous real soon. But last but not least, racial prejudice is the black man speaking out of ignorance. Whitey this and ching chow that, it's not how the intelligent man acts. You can't blame the whole white race for slavery, cause this ain't the case. A large sum of white people died with black, trying hard to fight racial attacks. The media wants you to think that no whites really fought and died for civil rights. But once we have a true sense of history, you'll see this too is a mystery. If black and white didn't argue the most, they can clearly see the government screwing them both. Yo, right now, so that's every DJ Marley Mar. You on the fuse box? You know how we get down.
was a brother in the bridge, Richie Luke, beaten to death by the red, white, and blue. I could still hear the siren, and I hate it. Headlines read, death was drug related. What does crack have to do with the life that's being taken? Drugs that one is using, no money that one is making. No one can bear the pain of his mother, I know it hurt it. The thought of a son being beaten, then murdered. Too late to turn the other cheek now, cause I'm bothered. His little girl's gonna grow without a father. And all we can do for brother Rich is say peace. And make sure the killing cease. Cause if we don't have justice, there is no peace. No peace. This is the message of sending Killing my brothers makes you my enemy. Another man's heaven is a black man's hell. If you think he's not your enemy, then time will tell. Cause America's a prison. America's a prison. America's a prison and we want to be released. No justice. No justice. No peace. Sex should be safe if you lack responsibility Strength is the son, support is the daughter Some say it's murder and some say that it's slaughter A woman should be tried, prosecuted When an innocent life is executed So before you lay down with a man, think of results Abortion is a sacrifice as in a goal Uncle Sam paid for college, war is skill Your mind is programmed with a desire to kill Uncle Sam declares war on the Japanese For black you never bled, but for white you bleed Black children grow in a world like this Where they kill black leaders and activists Public housing is prison, get out of place Welfare is a system, hold back the black race Powerful people, progress converter Welfare is economical murder Physical and mental murder must cease No justice, no peace No justice, no peace No justice, no peace In the bridge named Richie Lou Beating to death by the red, white, and blue I can still hear the siren sound And I hate it Headlines red, death was drug related What does crack have to do with the life that's being taken? Drugs that one is using or money that one is making No one can bear the pain of his mother I know it hurt it The thought of a son being beaten then murdered Too late to turn the other cheek now Cause I'm bothered This little girl's gonna grow without a father And all we can do for brother Richard say Peace! And make sure the killing cease Cause if we don't have justice then there is no peace No, no peace. peace This is the message you're sending me Killing my brothers makes you my enemy Another man's heaven is a black man's hell If you think he's not your enemy then time will tell Cause America's a prison America's a prison America's a prison and we want to be released now what time is it? No justice, no, no peace justice, No peace, no justice No peace, no peace No justice, no peace Richie Luke and his family. Stay strong. Peace. Peace. This is Jay Ruder Damager with DJ Fusion on the Fuse Box. He's in trans. 
dancing Her true greatness can never be planned with Questions without answers, kingdom on is the canvas JR is back with potent and dopeness, yup, that's the standard The whack we had to throw it back, the illest we candid And served it to the people who took the realness for granted Now they appreciate the flow so candid Outlandish to ever think that music would die It's too gigantic, it never ends, we never retire Penning these manuscripts, sanction these melodies The people enchanted Sign of the times, urgent, the masses are frantic From home base to across the Atlantic The advantage is people know the name worldwide Never get stranded The network planted firm, visions expanded It take a nation of millions, never just single-handed Kid antics all over the planet, the style's branded We celebrate the beats and rhymes, exceed the band with jamness Word, word, we will always supply Them vibes that will take you high And the music never will die Cause we multiply, we multiply Blasted addiction, turning kids into being a bee and believing in wisdom. Uh-huh. If you just turn, you get burnt like you're peeing disease out the tip. Uh huh, you raw dog, that's why you need a prescription. The doctor been clever with every incision. Uh-huh. I mean, there ain't a cut I ain't been in. I ain't deliver skill with precision until you build with some vision. You'll continue to flop, uh-huh. flapping about your fly, but it really just seems you follow the flock. Novelty gone, a homogenized comedy across of being who you think they lean into and just being lost. And even when I'm scheming about how we gonna beat the boss, it's not the money. My team is hungry, trying to feed them. All in the mall and believing if I'm falling, we all win. My people will answer the call without stalling. We marching on a mission just to live out our lives. Whether or not you want it, love always multiplies. So what? So what? So what? And we will always supply them vibes that will take you high. And the music never will die. Cause we multiply, we multiply. Now we can never retire. Cause this is how we live life. Got you thinking it's not enough of it The true science says hip-hop is forever king But all these rappers that you're seeing Looking like puppets Stuff it, hush up your pie hole And take a lesson about fly flows Desire those, although rap stardom Doesn't require those, you should want to elevate Just ice, now your mind froze Boundless measures combined with endless textures And thorough attempts to reach the top No pressure, now add that to 15 years Of jams and still going, I think that deserves The best of, indeed we stand a test of Time with these rhymes and insight We've been on flights and spread love through windpipes Aligning incredibly, some might just let it be Who me, I keep a top pedigree Adding on to my legacy forever be Yeah, yeah, yeah We will always supply Them vibes that will take you high And the music never will die Cause we multiply, we multiply Now we can never retire Cause this is how we live life And the music never will die They kill me on Friday, bury me on Sunday, moan for me Monday, then you gotta let me go, go, then you gotta let me go. You are now listening to Fusebox Radio. They kill me on Tuesday, bury me on Wednesday, moan for me Thursday. Then you gotta let me go Go Then you gotta let me go Saturdays are Celebration Uh Mama no need to worry about me I promise that I'll be home soon God got me 
like every day Why the devil like what you gon' do? Temptation ain't motivation This money could never make it better Caddy cleaner than it than never been But it's blood all on my wooden level Ain't no telling if I'ma get it right Look to God up on the city lights Pray to God he wanted me to ball Cause being broke ain't really living life People dying like every day If I leave, tell them take care for me If I ain't fit to see the sun again Somebody say a prayer for me They kill me on Friday Bury me on Sunday Move for me Monday Then you gotta let me go In the event of my demise, I won't go kicking and screaming. I know that God had a reason, just don't give up believing as long as the sun shines after the storm. So we don't cry at the dinner table, rejoicing, jumping, thankful. I made it home, second line, safe and sound. Battle with drinking, so please don't pull me no liquor. I on the curb, fight the urge to go retaliate. Carry on, just be strong enough to walk away. Uh, speak the truth, even if they crucify me. Uh, free my soul, even if they change my body. Uh, look to God if ain't no they touch a leg before they touch a soul We reap what we sow When the boat man come Gotta pay what we owe Jesus walked so I run to him How can they love me when I'm knowing what they done to him They kill me on Friday Bury me on Sunday Move for me Monday Celebration Yeah. 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 Yeah.
wonder, I wonder why I don't do drugs Raised in a household full of killers and thugs I've been in down so long, don't know who I was But I know who I am, yes I know who I is Please pardon my grandma Daisy vibing with this I just been vibing This beat made me kill it. Uh, her feet to the ceiling. She said that she loved me. She never said that in college. 3,005 is my mileage. I'm in my lane like a bridge because I'm moving in silence. We still ain't broke down yet. All the flashing lights and a couple crown vicks. Wanna rock a crown, get a ring on her left. She got your feet up, she don't wanna get left. Relationships look closer in that rear view. Finally slow it down and realize she ain't nowhere near you. So now you gotta stop, stop, part, part. Put that in neutral. Yeah, you really love her. But is she worth your future? Your Sierra, your Beyonce, they be saying he got money. Think that can be with Kanye if he left driving the driveway. Yeah, I know who you are. Yeah, I know who you is. We were driving together. When we met, we were kids. You ain't know about the biz. I ain't know about it either. I see you in that new ride. I flash my lights when I see you. I just be driving.
this life that I'm living Ain't no use in quitting, it's the only one I got So I'ma make the best of it like a compilation This is, this is the motion of a Mars Bonaparte My soldiers know that it's cold, but we enlisted No phones on my feet, but there's go-go in my drums So you already know the way I'm from, don't be dumb And we gon' make you understand our language like the British Go in with all that, young and nice, slim, vicious That's what the city whisper in my ear when I come visit I could kick it in the earth, yeah, I'm from ain't nothing different Because my people know that when I travel I'm just marching on a mission to introduce to the globe That we the gifted, exquisite at this rap So cover me in paper, I'm marching to the bank My shoebox when it's a labor Check out my grand stains. We deep rooted, keep moving, spreading the brand. Champion, that freedom flow. We gon' stampede them. Ask amigos how we go. They say the trio's that frio. Freshers, they say blessings with the presses like Smeagol. Tend it right, regal, making a regroup. My rhyme book is an easel, and I'm spilling that acrylic over the page. Motivate, multiply, apologize, fold away. Every levy, every time, demonstrate how we lift the weight. True, you are who you are, but um, this is what you ain't. Amid the day that we forget the history. The way, loud enough to turn the mic up and ain't got shit to say. In disarray, turn your forehead disarray. Attention span short. The signal was distortion, causing. Nobody wanna put in that work, yet they wanna be bosses. If you're taking up a given, then you're living like corpses. Get richer, put your picture in the portrait. Then tell whoever sent you Diamond District is the fortress. We like torches when we combine the forces. Fighting like it's 6328. Uh, you got that chain you gon' die for uh, You got that binge you gon' ride for You this again I came down from the sky for God said it, it ain't my fault uh, You got your gift, you gon' make money with it You can go right or left, breadwinner or bummy But any, uh, you got your right that you gon' stand for No question on this side, cause we add long I'ma say what's needed on this platform Trayvon died in the grass, y'all Jay Lace for wax instead of hash, y'all Already got a war, preserved it with the black song 2093 till, like Emmett waiting Watch how we transcend over imitations But no limitation, y'all perpetrating We demonstrating, for a long way Oh, you like that real, this should be your speakers If you riding down Georgia, you're gonna go to Reedus Oh, I used to live on King, and that's right after Keith Grew up like you in the field or you on the bleachers Want your mom's out the hood, right? Rope is crawling in and out your good nights. Landlord said 30 days. Uh, that was the birth of my dirty ways. Uh, but when it's all said and done, uh, it's a special place where we from. Open the battles, compare our shit to the sun. Dressed in the wind, we are the ones. You are now listening to Fusebox Radio.
fresh, walking down the block, about to see my boo, it's about six o'clock. Love is love, it's been a long time coming. Nine long years, I know she missed my loving. Hugging, kissing in the center of the kid. She gonna fall out when she see me at the crib. Ding dong, can I speak the bamboo? It's me, Penelope. Stop acting the fool. She said, damn, I thought you was dead. Not a phone call, not a card in the mail. For real, a phone call? Stop. You know I had to up and leave. I told you I'll be back, girl, what you ain't believe. She told me now was too long and she got a new man. One who gonna stay and hold it down for the fam. So scram, there's no more love for the kid. So I turned my head down and walked away from the crib.
Go games, go games, to one, two, a we, 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 be the fuse box contingency. Check now the frequency of NYCC Jersey, a half man, have serpentine work, suburb energy, your soul food. CCCC's me and a fusion be broadcast infinity and two souls. She, 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 me. So electricity for global spirit beings, one love. We, 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 be grand dragon, god masculine in the vicinity. Ill creation, and you know, we here for the duration. D N A of amazing spray painted ancient pages. Third, I start vibrating, and you know, we astral place. Then, yes, indeed, fuse by the radio. Like, I got tell a friend, tell a foe, and yes, indeed, tell a whole, and everybody, we're gonna get down to yo. Yes, indeed, fusion, what's the deal, yo? Hey yo, the nappy grand is in the building. Dana, 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 Rocko,
man. Ain't nothing like a nice bowl of cornflakes in the morning to smooth you out. Milky cereal. Baby. Milky cereal. Milky cereal. Baby. Milky cereal. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the baddest female of them all? It was Frosted Flake. She loved to bowl, and her thorough skin was white. She had a lot of soul. Rich female, very debonair. Driving her rolls with rollers in her hair. We was hanging out, pumping the stereo. She took me to a club. I think the name was Cheerios. She walked like she was jumping a hurdle. I was happy as a kid into some mutant ninja turtles. A guy walked over, said your earrings cute. I said I'm wearing an earring, but it ain't no fruit loop. Me and Frosted went to get a drink, but she ordered something bugged, and I ain't know what to think. She ordered potassium and calcium, carbohydrate and scotch with sodium. She took me to a crib, threw me on the couch, I woke up the next morning with a spoon in my mouth. She's milky, cereal, baby, milky, cereal, milky, cereal, baby, milky, cereal, milky, cereal, baby, milky, cereal, milky, cereal, milky, cereal. I went to Vegas, didn't think it'd do any harm I bumped into this girl named Lucky Chum For some reason we walked in the rain She had a four-leaf clover with a big gold chain She had a salary that was full of calories for real And I was in the mood for a home-cooked meal So we went to be alone But we had to be quiet cause the corn pops was home Kissed the neck, kissed the back, kissed the arms I said forget it, let me see your Lucky Charms When we began her hairstyle was neat But when I left the next morning it looked like shredded wheat Talked about marriage, I said that's risky Besides, it's such a waste of rice krispies she had a robe with the velour material Her pops woke up, I said, hello, Mr. Cereal I came this morning to deliver the paper He said, stop fronting, I know you caught the vapors That's my daughter, so save the crooning You better find another bowl of cereal Stick your spoon in Milky Cereal Baby Milky Cereal Milky Cereal Baby Milky Cereal Milky Cereal Baby Milky Cereal Yeah, check this out here Cereal then there was pebbles, times was rough She was turning tricks to get a cuckoo puff Her mind was gone, but she turned me on In fact, she was wearing an Applejack hat With a full-length fox and some pink bobby socks Her father had a greedy disease, fried chicken pox We called him Hungry Jack He talked like Tyson and he dressed like the Mac He invited me out to lunch With an old army buddy at his Captain Crunch The waiter said, Jack, what would you like today? He said, I don't know, this make it special, okay? He said, cool, came back with the order That's when I said, hey, yo, Jack, I like your daughter he said, Pebbles, boy, are you crazy? I said, nah, I wanna ride in a Mercedes She could sing while I'm swinging my thing Cause the burger tastes better than Burger King He said, go party, do some mingling You and my daughter, your brain must be jingling I said, it's smooth, no disrespect She signed a prenup so she don't get half of my wheat check Then we walked down the aisle Our honeymoon was milky Cereal style, you know what I'm saying? Cereal, baby Milky Cereal, milky Cereal, baby Milky Cereal, milky, cereal, baby, milky, cereal, milky, cereal, baby, milky, cereal, milky. Hey!
We're gonna rock it, and I'll stop it, uh-huh. on top it, fuse basket, uh-huh. to try to block it, but can't stop it, uh-huh. Here come the comet, you know them cock it, uh-huh. This jocks and rockin', constant, uh-huh. This hot knit not to be boxed in. With the tit the politicky with a ladder, only the chick get the deals. Nicky, Nicky, object, a raw rocket to your mama's hot spot, pop with the Egyptians rockin' it nonstop. You know my team will always be on top style of Bronx, Brooklyn, Jersey, Queens, and Harlem. Black Hawk, a walkin', not a dark world, chaos, hauntin', few box of funkin', flauntin', till life's exhausted, but not bought in. Fuse box call, fuse box call. Fuse box call, fuse box callin', fuse box callin' me, the audible pool, raw guard, all of me, the vortices, of course we choose to rock accordingly, so now comes pull, funk them over, light beam, again, coming and funkin' it up again, tri-state is up at it again, DMV's checking again, yes we get down, again, coming and funkin' it up again, tri-state is up at it again, Hudson River is at it again, Yes, we gonna rock it again. Essex County's rocking again. DMV is checking again. NYC is with me again. Come on, I'm checking out with. Uh. Come on, I'm checking out as we get down. Come on, I'm checking out as we hit sound. Come on, I'm checking the fuse boxes. Coming, come, coming around. DJ Red Alert with the 45 King Special Special Special. Number one, five, four, six, three, and I got. 
right here on the Fuse Box Radio. I'm saying it's our music that the critics are blasting me for. You'll never care for the brothers and sisters like cause the country has us up for the war. You got to get them straight. Come on now. They're going to have to wait. Do we get back in your spaces? I question their practice. They call us a black or we'll see you're located. Crazy to keep you inside Why you listen when the teachers at school Know you a young single parent out struggling They think you a fool Give your kids bad grades And put them in dumber classes Killing show the future I wonder how do we last it Underground in their casket Ancestors turning I'm learning something every day There is no Lazarus Words like God is Greek or Latin So if you study Egypt you see the truth written by the masters My niggas is chilling Getting high relaxing Envisioning ownership Yeah we can happen What if we own Not enough land Not enough homes Not enough banks To get my brother alone What if we own The skin on our backs We rent and we ask for reparations Then they hit us with tax And insurance if we live to be old What about now So stop being controlled We black zombies Walking, talking, dead No, we think we're living Black zombies We just copycat Following the system Black zombies Walking, talking, dead No, we think we're living Black zombies We just copycat Following the system Black zombies Hey yo, we trapped in our own brain Fuck behind bars We've already gone insane They've already gave up Cut our own heads off Stab our own backs And dream too much Without fulfilling in reality, too greedy in. Can't have one or two chains, we need three of them. Can't have one or two guns without squeezing them on our own people. And fuck black leaders, cause whites ain't got none leading them. The rhythm is cosmic, Nas is divinity, the deity's profitless. All get down and get up. Victims walk around with Down syndrome, all stuck. Fainting, shouting, catching Holy Ghosts in church. Scared to do it for ourselves, lest we see somebody doing it first. We beg, we pray, petition, and demonstrate it just to make another generation. Black, Black zombies. Walking, talking, dead. No, we think we're living. Black zombies. We just copycat, following the system. Black zombies. Walking, talking, dead. No, we think we're living. Black zombies. We just copycat, following the system. Black zombies. 
Be scared to be yourself, cause you in a trance Feel free, hear the music and dance If you care what they think, why wear what they wear Just for you, dumb niggas with long beards Like the Arabs and Jews are from Israel Bismillah, El-Rahman, El-Rahim Islam's a beautiful thing And Christian and Rastafari Helps us to bring peace against the darkness Which is ungodly So what's the black man's true religion? Who should we follow? Use your own intuition You are tomorrow That's the sound of the beast I'm a Columbia record slave So get paid Control your own destiny You are a genius Don't let it happen to you Like it did to me I was a black zombie Walking, talking, dead No, we think we're living Black zombie We just copycat Following the system Black zombie Walking, talking, dead No, we think we're living Black zombie We just copycat Following the system Black zombies Wake up Black zombies in a spell for more than 400 years Ghetto niggas won't have it no more Can I get a witness? While listening to somebody else tell you how to do it When you can do it yourself It's all in you You are now listening to Fusebox Radio
because you gotta get lost because you know you're soft. <laughs> step, 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 step off because you gotta get lost because you know you're soft. <laughs> step, 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 step off because you gotta get lost because you know you're soft. <laughs> step, 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 step off because you gotta get lost because you know you're soft. I was sitting on the corner just a waste of my time when I realized I was the king of the rhyme. I got on the microphone and what do you see? The rest was my legacy. I was born to be the king of the bebop swing that has stands in my dance big diamond rings. I own the castle in the Yahoo million in gold. Cause rap is a game that I control. To the DJ scratch, you met your match. Cause we're coming out fresh with a brand new bat. So taking you off into the galaxy is vicious, vicious, vicious And everything in New York ain't always what it seems You might get fooled if you come from out of town But I'm down by law and I know my way around Too much, too many people, too much <laughs> Too much, too many people, too much Break down!
Oh yes indeedy, yes indeedy, yes indeedy Well you shouldn't be confused about the fresh musical Chicks, screws, amuse, mix, smooths, and tools Best, yes, that's a special act for people my accused Go back to nappy grand dude, so fool from womb So a census, there's no question who Black Hawk, Fusion, Fusion, Rock and Tone, Fusion, Coons Ja-na-na-do, ja-na-na-do Ja-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-
get down, da 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 get down, get down, get down, da 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 get down, get down, get down, da 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 get down, get down, get down. The fuse about to sound, bounce around the lost and found. Oh, guess when we get up, but we get up, but we get down. We gonna turn the funk up and turn the thing around. The uncountable, astoundable, unbound souls. The super soundable, more alpha than the walking gold. The upper bounds, undersoundable, but the bounce gold. There they go, there they go, there they. There they go, there they go, there they go, there they go, there they watch it, the special, the sound of the data, the display. Hey, 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 the hottest DJ on internet or airways. Choose by rock and relay, reaching all galaxy. We rockin' today onto eternity. Here come the spirit chunkin', titty suckin', scratchin', cuttin'. Oh, bitten bucks and God, we trust the folks and musket. Oh, I love the. I love the woman in the boat and Here come the soul locomotion Truth box prime show till time is older soldier Uh oh uh oh uh oh uh oh I figure we'll vigor a nigga will river for soul glow So scope the open show yo Ah 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 oh ah ah oh 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 ding ding
Thank you. This is County, baby, 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 baby. Right here on the Fuse Box Radio. Quick. I'm getting a little tired of chopping you up. Thought I might try fire for a change. Give my regards to Frost.
Fox Radio. Right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
my man throwing I down. I think you'll agree. It's dynamite. That's all the time we have tonight. Join us next time. Good night.